Beyond Infinity. Elon Musk, the head of SpaceX and Tesla, pretty well-known guy, worth $20 billion. When there was that cave rescue, mm. it was last year. In Thailand. Uh, a yeah. bunch of Thai kids, a football team, soccer team, were, were trapped in a cave. The water levels rose and they were trapped in there for quite a while. And it was um, an amazing rescue effort. I think uh, actually one of the rescuing divers uh, lost his life in the, in the process. Mm, but uh, all the boys were saved. And it was a, a great tribute to various people. Uh, you know, doctors who had diving skills. I think there was an Australian who was uh, one of the lead diving uh, people there. One of the leading experts in the yes, world but for also, cave diving. Yes, yeah. but also a really a, a qualified doctor, so mm. he could kind of combine both both skills where needed there. And various other people as well, including an English guy by the name of Unsworth. The whole world was transfixed for like a week or so, 10 days while this rescue took place and different methods were considered. Elon Musk had his Tesla engineers knock up a submarine, mm. like a, a cylinder basically, that a child could fit inside yes. with air supply and stuff and that could actually be moved through these uh, these uh, water-filled tunnels. That was that was the plan. I think the criticism was that it, because the... The bends were so tight yes. that it wouldn't be able to go around those, yes. those bends. So, and, and the yeah. rocky terrain and stuff inside there. It was just a very tricky cave to get people out of, cave complex to get people out of, according to the expert divers and, and uh, cave enthusiasts who knew it well uh, it was completely inappropriate to try to put this little small submarine so it wasn't actually used to help with the rescue at all however elon musk did arrive at the cave and Mm -hmm. he did enter the cave system apparently and he took this along this gentleman by the name of unsworth who was a very experienced cave diver and knew this particular complex. I think he was an expat resident in Thailand. He was quite critical of Elon Musk and he basically said this was a publicity stunt Mm -hmm. and that uh, that Musk should actually shove his submarine Mm -hmm. where it fits. So Elon Musk jumped on Twitter, as a lot of people, you know, you look at what President of the United States does on Twitter. He jumped on Twitter and he was very critical and he actually referred to uh, this man Unsworth, this uh, English cave diving expert, as a pedo guy Mm. on on Twitter. So in the wash-up of all this, a lawsuit has happened. Uh, Unsworth sued for 190 million US dollars, which is nearly 300 million Australian dollars. So a right. massive chunk Huge. of change. Yeah. It was broken up into different categories, but that's what it totaled as the money that was being sought. Now, the thing that's that's happened in recent times, which is I thought was quite surprising. You know, you'd, you'd reckon if you make that sort of statement about someone without any kind of foundation and apparently it's, it's not true and in fact uh, Mr. Unsworth has received a knighthood from Prince William and mm-hmm. he's been given various other public honours mm-hmm. I think the Thai government also conferred mm-hmm. an award on him after the pedo comment was made mm-hmm. uh, he still got these awards the lawsuit went ahead and Unsworth I think and his legal team wanted this defamation hearing to happen in England under English law and Elon Musk refused right. and had it, had it done in California where the defamation laws are a little bit different. A bit looser. Yeah, perhaps a little bit different and a bit looser. His defence kind of amounted to what you say on Twitter is kind of a casual conversation where it's opinion or rhetoric or hyperbole and should not be punished in a lawsuit. This is according to Chip Babcock, a lawyer who defends against defamation lawsuits. So he's kind of singling out Twitter and saying, look, plenty of stuff is said in anger about people on Twitter. And it doesn't have to be correct. It doesn't have to be true. And it's not, it shouldn't be treated in the same way as mm-hmm. normal defamation or slander yeah. or libel is treated by the law. 
it seems basically that the judge in America who, who heard this, he, he agreed with that sentiment about Twitter. And so Elon Musk doesn't have to make that big payment. Elon Musk did apologize immediately afterwards. I think within a couple of days of making the pedo guy comment, he did apologize on Twitter. The other thing that his defense team did in court was show that Unsworth, the plaintiff, had been given a knighthood and this was despite the pedo comment, mm. and he'd been given an award by the Thai government mm. for his role in that rescue. For, he was a, an expert guide. He knew that cave, and he helped the other rescuers get those boys out safe. So the argument was kind of, well, if you're looking for damage, the supposed victim in this wasn't damaged because otherwise why would he have been given a knighthood or been given an award by the... Yeah, the by government the, may have held the, that award back, award back saying, well, we don't yeah, agree, we don't give, we don't give that sure. to pedos. Yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter what you did to help these boys. Yeah. If you're a pedophile, then you're not going to get that award. So he was kind of able to say, one, that there was no damage apparently to Unsworth's reputation, but also that Twitter is that kind of a place. It's where that kind it of comments made. It is terrible on Twitter. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, I in a way find that disturbing. I mean, he basically said afterwards, you know, he's going to take it on the chin and just move on with his life. Mm -hmm. The the question of who pays legal fees remains to be determined. Mm -hmm. I would imagine that Elon Musk's legal team had racked up pretty good fees, as well as Unsworth's own legal team. Who pays those fees is yet to be determined. Normally, if you win, the losing side pays all the costs involved didn't happen this time. I mean, Unsworth would have been a very, very wealthy man if this had gone his way. There's talk about appealing or there's talk about calling it a mistrial or demanding a, a, a retrial. Because one of the interesting things was that uh, jury foreman, because it was actually a jury that, that, that had that took less than an hour to deliberate on this, had said that the panel decided that Unsworth's lawyers spent too much time trying to appeal to their emotions mm. and not concentrating on the evidence. Mm. Well, look, Musk hired a private investigator to look into Unsworth's past and to see to if, find dig up some dirt, yeah. dig up okay. some dirt. Was this guy actually a pedo and he'd been hiding it or he got away with it? This PI claimed that Unsworth had married a child bride and was possibly a child rapist. But the same private investigator turned out to be a convicted fraudster. Okay. This is a person who, who Elon Musk paid $50,000 to dig up dirt. That's what he came up with. So that was discredited as well. So I guess the issue with this is because you can damage people on Twitter and, and damage and changing public sentiment. And if you're Elon Musk, you've got 20 million followers mm. on Twitter. You can influence public opinion. And, and should that be allowable under the law? If I stand up on a soapbox in a, in a crowded square and start mouthing off about a person mm-hmm. and saying false statements which are damaging to their reputation, I can be sued. Of course. If I, if I publish information that's false and damaging, I can be sued. This is in Australia anyway. Whereas if you use Twitter, that's not the case. And and look, the way I see it, I actually think that Twitter is a public statement. If you've got 20 million people following you, mm-hmm. listening, hanging off your every word, fanboys, whatever you want to call Especially them. Especially with a blue tick next to your name, which is the verified account. You're not some random person. You're right. someone with authority. You're mm. someone with popularity, with money potentially. Mm. And therefore, what you say is, 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 is influential. To, is influential. Musk is also in trouble over statements that he made. This is a separate issue where he tweeted about funding secured. He was he was annoyed with short sellers of Tesla stock. Mm-hmm. This is some months ago. He made this tweet saying, you know, fund is secured. I'm going to take the company private, mm-hmm. which had an effect on all these short sellers. Yes. And then that turned out to be a completely false claim. He, he claimed afterwards, oh, look, I, was, I had misinformation. I didn't have complete information in front of me. But that is actually being investigated by the SEC over in America. Mm-hmm. 
So that's another area where Musk has used Twitter to have an effect. Mm. And look, I guess in this case, he did offer an apology fairly quickly when he probably realized that he might have been legally vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But this is a big victory and it's a big milestone case. If this stays and if it's not challenged, and if it, it, it has implications for what people can get away with on Twitter. And Donald Trump is someone who's who's said a lot of stuff on Twitter, which he walks away from and we just sort of trivialize and said, oh, I was only on Twitter. It doesn't matter. Mm. But it, I think it does. Does matter when you've got a big audience and you've got a lot of pull yep. and influence over that audience then what you say matters as it would anywhere you post it you're listening to beyond infinity, beyond infinity. thanks for listening remember to visit our program website beyondinfinity.com.au where you'll find our complete back catalog of over 600 podcasts that's beyondinfinity.com.au